Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast where we talk media, mostly. mac and cheese. Okay. Um, I'm your host, Cole Giroux. I'm your other one, Janie, eating some mac and cheese. Yeah, we got our mac and cheese on set today. Um, so we're, we'll kind of jump into weekly recap here. Good, good, good transition point. Mm-hmm. This mac and cheese is left over from our Friendsgiving we had on Friday. Sorry for not posting this Friday. Um, we're currently filming on Sunday. So he was slaving to... away in the kitchen. I was slaving away in the kitchen. And then yesterday we, we hung out with some other friends. Same friends. <laughs> and saw the new Hunger Games movie, which we'll get to probably a bit later. Um, so, yeah. So, we're just... We've been vibing all weekend. So, mm-hmm. we're getting to this pretty late. And uh, I want to apologize for the set here. We're in a transition period here at the Mostly Media Podcast. Let me... I don't like the way my chair is. Let me let me shift. Okay. <clears throat> We're in a transition period. If you look closely behind me, we have a Christmas tree. So, oh, wait. There. I hated that light being on last episode. It was really? bothering me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the set's looking a little bare. We're... We're transitioning between Thanksgiving and Christmas at the moment, even though Thanksgiving hasn't passed. Don't judge. We put our Christmas tree up today in the living room. With, Yay. <laughs> with that being said, do you have anything? No. N- not a single thing? A weekly recap? Yeah. Mm-mm. Nothing. Oh, yeah. I cried last night. <laughs> Tell why. I don't know why. I really don't. We got back from the movie last night, and we were sitting on the couch, and I had my toe sticking out of my sock, and she started crying. <laughs> oh, a little man. Oh. <laughs> How precious. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to finish up my mac and cheese here so I can get into this. Sorry, guys. I'm trying not to chew in the mic. Okay, so, oh, Oat's playing with my Doc Martin lace. <laughs> oh, now he's sniff, sniffing, sneezing. Okay, today we are talking about, if you did not read the title, I don't know why you wouldn't read the title, <laughs> but if you didn't, we are talking about Bob's Burgers again, specifically Thanksgiving-themed episodes. Mm-mm. So this is this is the second installment in our Bob's Burgers trilogy we have going on here. We did one last month in October for Halloween-themed episodes. We had Maddie on for that one. So if you didn't see that, I'd recommend watching it. You don't need to watch it before this one, but it's fun. It was a vibe. So we're going to get on into this. All you really need to know is these are all Bob's Burgers episodes, and they are all Thanksgiving. I believe there's 10 episodes. Would you like to read any, Janie, or do you want me to do all the reading? I'll read some. You will? Let me turn this TV on then. If I have to be here. (laughs) Might as well talk. Might as well talk. So, Janie, you you weren't here for the last Bob's Bob's Burgers episode. And Maddie was, and she's an avid fan of the show. Uh, Why don't you tell the people your experience with the show Bob's Burgers? My experience with the show Bob's Burgers is um vaguely hearing it 
coming through the TV speakers through the other room when Cole's watching it in the living room. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. I know there's a girl named Tina. Yes. And like probably Bob. Yes, there yeah. is a Bob. So Is that Bob? That okay, yeah. You were you're not gonna be able to see what's going on, but I'm gonna give Janie a little lesson on who is who. If you Oh, know, that's all right. I just need you to understand the characters. Not just like the main not like the expanded lore, just like the main family. Okay. okay. Bob's burgers. I don't want Halloween though. So if you know the show, you'll know who I'm talking about. If you don't, just Google <laughs> Google the just Google Bob's burgers and click on the first picture and you can run through it with with us. Okay. I don't think anyone's gonna <laughs> I don't. Those two people aren't just a suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) So here is the the main characters of Bob's Burgers. We have Bob with the mustache. That is Bob. Their last name is Belchers, not Burgers. Right. Or Belcher, not Belchers. Um, So there's Bob Belcher. He runs a restaurant named Bob's Burgers. To the left of him, we have his wife Linda. Love her. She's amazing. Uh, directly under her, we have Tina, their eldest daughter. Very socially awkward. Uh, to the right, we have Gene in the burger suit. He is me. Gene is me. Just so you know. I have a pin of Gene on my on my travel bag. And to the very right, we have Louise, youngest daughter. Always wears the bunny ears. Okay. She's a maniac. And one of my favorite characters. Actually, these are all one of my favorite characters. You can't choose one? I can't. They're all great. They're all amazing. <clears throat> okay, so now Janie has a little rundown. You feel like you got it? You know who people are? Mm-hmm. We're going to get into this. Bob, Louise, Tina. Two more. I don't remember. Linda and Jean. Linda and Jean. Mm-hmm. So we'll start here. Wait, I said Linda. Who's the bunny ears? Louise. Louise. You said Louise. No, I didn't. I said Linda. Well, I actually could be wrong, but you could... We'll we'll hear in post. You could go back and check, I guess. We will hear in post. Okay, so we're going to start off... Like I said in the previous episode, they did not start doing these. They do one each season, a holiday episode, Janie. Um, And they didn't start doing that until season three. So starting in season three, they started doing a Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas episode every season. Um, They're... The 14th season is currently airing. Yeah. It's been going on for a while. My God. It's a great show. I remember when this first came out. I loved it. Still do. Okay. So similar to last episode, we are going to start with the intro gag. So the beginning of each episode in the title, they have like a building and a vehicle that the words on it will change to kind of fit the theme of the episode. But then... For the Halloween episode, we talked about which costumes the like everybody wore for the episode, but they don't have that this episode. So instead, we're going to do the burger of the day because Bob runs a restaurant and he has a burger of the day that changes every episode sometimes. You following along here? I, I'm talking to you specifically, Janie, so mm-hmm. you understand what's happening. Okay. <laughs> I won't understand either way. but Okay. So, starting in season three, we have an incident Thanksgiving proposal. The intro gag is the colonial baloney, get your Thanksgiving baloney now, and the last of the mouse-eatians pest control. For burger of the day, it is a Plymouth Rockfort burger. 
kind of fits the Thanksgiving vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should be a turkey burr. They didn't. They've never done that. Wow. All right. Missed opportunity. Very missed opportunity. Okay. So here we're going to jump in to the plot of the episode. Okay. So we meet the Belchers. They are preparing for their Thanksgiving dinner when Mr. Fish Odor, who is their landlord, he that's who they pay their rent to, um, he offers Bob five months of free rent to borrow his family, twin over Shelby Shable. I've, oh, wow. I, I haven't watched this episode in, a, in like a month. I watched this episode a month ago to do this. <laughs> Shelby Shable. I think that's her name. Bob creates a plan to have everyone sneak away to the kitchen to still do their Thanksgiving traditions. Mr. Fish Odor bribes the kids with tickets to win a prize from his prize room, leading to the kids skipping Bob's traditions. Leaving Bob alone with Lance, the turkey, uh, he gets drunk on absinthe, leading to a My Neighbor Totoro-themed hallucinogenic dream. Bob runs off with the turkey, believing his family is ungrateful, leading to Shelby chasing Bob down with a shotgun. The secret comes out. Shelby rejects Mr. Fish Odor, and the Belchers leave to have Thanksgiving with a turkey that has a bullet hole. Um, This is the intro to Bob's obsession with Thanksgiving, like a reoccurring theme for every episode. Bob, his favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, and he's like obsessed with turkeys. Um, Yeah. And then the also we have Linda's Thanksgiving song in this, which is do you want, do you want me to do a little do a little metal, melody for you? Yeah. Pass the cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes. I don't remember it. Okay. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Everyone's thinking. Whole world's thinking you. Pass the turkey. Do you want to do the next episode? <clears throat> Season four, Turkey in a Can. The intro gag is Dr. Rangelove Stove Store. Oh no, you rodent. Exterminate. <laughs> I don't know what I just read. Oh no, you Bur- rodent. <laughs> I don't know, it's stupid. Burger of the day. Gordon Hamsey Burger. Comes with squash and ham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teddy, Moore, and Gale. And all her cats are joining the Belchers for Thanksgiving. A few days before Thursday, Bob wakes up to discover the turkey is in the toilet and no one is fessing up to the toilet turkey. This happens three more times, making Bob slowly slip into madness. Meanwhile, Tina is insistent as sitting at sitting at the adult table. And Jean is writing a Thanksgiving song along with Linda and Gail. After Bob serves the new turkey he stayed up all night to protect from the toilet, he falls asleep during Jean's song, leading to a shocking discovery. Bob has been sleepwalking due to his allergy pills, believing the turkey is a baby Tina. He has been trying to body train it. Mm-hmm. Long celebrated Bebob is revealed. <laughs> Bebob? Bye. Bye, Bob. It is revealed in this episode that Bob might be a little bi. Bebop. <laughs> he said Bebop. Yeah, so this is a really cute episode because he thinks the turkey is Tina. Because Tina wants to sit at the adult table and he's like having like a an, an existential crisis about this because like his oldest daughter that he learned, trained to go to the bathroom is now sitting at the adult's table. Gotcha. Yeah. Why is bye, Bob? Bye, Bob, bye. <laughs> I don't he because every time he so there's what four turkeys in this whole episode there's three that get ruined so he has to keep going to the grocery store and it's the same guy at the butcher's counter and it 
at like the last time he goes to get a turkey, he's like, do you want my number? Let's run away together. And he's like, no, no, you're too good for me. You, you just have to watch it. What? It's funny. It's funny. <clears throat> it, it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have season five's Dawn of the Peck. There's no intro gag to this episode, and there is no burger of the day. They are not seen in the restaurant. Okay. So on the morning of Thanksgiving, a trailer full of ravenous turkeys, ducks, chickens, and geese are delivered to the Wonder Wharf, which is like the amusement park pier, like a block away from their house. Um, it is revealed that the birds are in town to be released along with runners for a run with the turkeys at the Wharf's Thanksgiving Festival, which is titled the Turktacular Turkey Town Festival and Turkey Trot. Linda is planning to run in the turkey trot and run... And she runs into Teddy on the way to the wharf. Bob stays home and decides to boycott dinner due to the family ditching him for the festival. Once the birds are released, they instantly start attacking anyone they can get their claws on. The birds get trapped in a spinning ride. Or the birds. The kids. The kids get trapped on a spinning ride due to the attendant, Mickey, the previously seen burglar that kept Bob hostage. Uh, He runs away from the flock of birds. Linda, Teddy, and Mickey rescue the kids from the ride, while Animal Control arrives and releases all of the birds into town. Meanwhile, Bob jams out to Donna Summer at home. The wharf crew escapes the bird-infested pier by the safety of the old tickle boat. At home, Bob has a change of heart and drunkenly walks to the store to buy a turkey. Linda saves the day by pecking her family and the evil Cyclops turkey to become the alpha turkey. They get home and have a lovely Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) Okay, I, I I will be honest. I don't know watching this back if you can see me. I was totally in a different. No, I know. Universe. I I can I see you here. And then I like I like. <laughs> I was like, You're oh just... my gosh! I need to be listening. I was thinking about the Christmas musical. <laughs> why didn't that? Why wasn't that your weekly recap? <clears throat> It'll be my re- weekly recap in a few weeks. True. True. Ow, this chair eats my hair. Mm-hmm. Some ice cream? Hmm? Sure. <laughs> Don't let go. Okay. Hi, baby. You can't have ice cream. This is chocolate. Do you want to do the next episode, Janie? I'll do it. Okay. Season six, we have Gail making bobsled. The intro gab- gag is maxi pads, large apartment rentals, <laughs> and the good, the bad, and the bugly pest control. Otis, what are you doing? Leave my tree alone. Okay. It is once again Thanksgiving in the Belcher home. We are met with Bob preparing for... What is he doing? Bob must leave his station in the kitchen to travel and pick up Linda's recently dumped and injured sister, Gail. After arriving at her home, Bob must endure the craziness of Gail, her breasts, her cat, Mr. Jim Business, and their car getting stuck in the street due to the crazy Thanksgiving blizzard. Bob is reduced to getting home with Gail by pulling her in a makeshift inflatable pool sled. With Bob running behind, Linda and the kids are tasked with making the full Thanksgiving dinner. Meanwhile, Mr. Business jumps out of his box and runs off into the snowy street. It is discovered that Gail was faking her injury for attention. Uh, She runs off into the snow with Mr. Business. After Bob falls out of a tree saving Mr. Business, Gail pulls him the rest of the way home at dinner learning that Mr. Frond, who was Gail's boyfriend that dumped her, didn't break up with her. He just said he was going to visit his family for Thanksgiving. Are you following along, Janie? Mm -mm. (laughs) You got this next one. Come on. 
Season seven. The quirk. Deucers. Deucers. <laughs> hmm? What? Intro gag. Let's give them stuffing to talk about. Stuffing. Emporium. Emporium. <laughs> From my cool dead aunt's pest control. Burger of the day. Jagged little dill. Play on Alanis Morissette's album, Jagged Little Pill. <clears throat> Tina is struggling. <laughs> what? <laughs> so many words. <laughs> Tina is struggling the week leading up to Thanksgiving because kids at school started calling her quirky, leading to her writing an erotic friend fiction about a quirky turkey, as well as Louise showing Louis? Louise Louise showing disdain for Mr. Franz's day before Thanksgiving play, leading Louise to get the idea of putting on a ignore it. Oh. Ignore it. A very inappropriate play to get it intentionally shut down. Taking Tina's story for the play. Meanwhile, at the restaurant, Linda finds a potato that looks exactly like her grandfather. <laughs> With Tina being writer and the lead, she's having issues finishing the story. Jean is on music and Louise is directly trying nah, trying her hardest to get the play shut down. Louise creates a contract. <laughs> Contraption. Are you okay? That will shoot turkey gizzards and giblets. Giblets. To the crowd after the first song in the play. After an argument, Bob smuggles Grandpa Potato into the performance of the play. Louise goes through with her plan of gizzard explosion with the feeling of instant regret. Tina uses the mayhem to end the show on a high note. Were you? Are you okay? Yeah. You're struggling. I know. Why? Because I hate this. Why? <laughs> What's so wrong with it? I, I like doing your podcast when I have nothing to do. But when I have everything in the world to do, it's the last thing I want to do. You know what I mean? Keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Episode, season eight, I mean. Thanks, hoarding. Intro gag is we lather together family soaps and mashed potato bugs pest control. Wait, what's with all the bugs, though? Because um, in the intro gag, it shows the restaurant. And then um, the whole thing in the intro is that the restaurant gets shut down multiple times. Once for a fire, once because they get infested by rats. And then once um, for because a flood or something. But like. So there's a pest control that comes every time the rats, whatever, and it just okay. change the words change every time. Burger of the day is catch me if you cran burger served with cranberry sauce. Bob's prepping and <clears throat> sorry and timing out how to make his Thanksgiving dinner when Teddy comes begging for help with his family's Thanksgiving. With Bob and Teddy cooking in the kitchen, Linda and the kids are tasked with getting the table ready. When they open the door to the room, Teddy told them not to go in. They discovered that Teddy is a hoarder. Everyone starts trying to clean the junk-full dining room to create a nice dinner setting for Teddy's family. After sorting everything and throwing most of it away, Teddy freaks out and calls Bob the day of Thanksgiving. Bob, feeling dissatisfied with his Thanksgiving dinner preparations, heads to Teddy's to save him. Teddy opens up about his family's dysfunctional history and the reason and the reason he feels the need to keep so much junk to try and fix it. Um, there were just some there were some great one liners in this episode too. Um Gene called gravy turkey lube, which is great. Yeah. Um, and he said that his internal temperature 
is 98 degrees Fahrenheit. On purpose or to be funny? Funny. Or I meant on accident, I it guess. It was not on accident. <laughs> and um, Tina said she'll write the place cards for the dinner table. And Teddy said to do cursive. And she said this is a real bubble letter situation, which Louise calls it a BLS. What is funny about that? It's just, it's just the way it was said. She's like, oh, this is more of a bubble letter. Bubble letter. Bubble, <laughs> bubble, bubble letter. Bubble letter situation. Bubble <laughs> and he goes, that's a real BLS right there. <laughs> it was just funny. It was funny. Season nine. I, Bob, your pardon. Intro gag is Plymouth jock old timey athletic wear to kill a shocking bug exterminator. <laughs> Burger of the day is no burger of the day. There's no burger today. We are once again met with Bob prepping the BFF and turkey for Thanksgiving, telling him about their town's new turkey pardoning. The deputy mayor pardons the turkey, Drew P. Neck. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids meet a reporter that was tasked with reporting on turkey pardon the kids overhear the mayor's assistant marcia on the phone saying that the turkey sanctuary was full and has to take take droopy neck to a slaughterhouse leading to tina leading a mission to save droopy neck (laughs) (laughs) the family follows marcia with the turkey and they are followed by the reporter and snatch drew from marcia's car they take droopy neck to a forest and let him free only for him to be lost in the woods with coyotes the family takes droopy neck to the farm of the double butt goat Previously shown in the season six, Stand by Gene. Bob also finally gets fresh cranberries from the farmer after the side plot of him needing cranberries for fresh grand sauce. <laughs> you like this episode? I guess. <laughs> you love droopy neck. Droopy neck. It, it's, it's like crispy bacon. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Poor pig. <laughs> crispy bacon, droopy neck. Great. That was great. Okay. Season 10, Now We're Not Cooking With Gas. Intro gag, with great whisk comes great reward, culinary classes, and it must be mice. Sound like a Caden. I did. With great whisk. With great whisk. (laughs) Come great reward. Caden, don't listen to this episode, dear Lord. There's no burger of the day. Don't remember if I said that. Okay. Bob finally gets a Riverbrook Lake Farms Heritage Turkey after being on the wait list for five years. Tina makes a gratitude treat. What? I'm reading the next one. Oh, Tina makes a gratitude tree <laughs> for the family to write down what they are grateful for to put on the tree in a ceremony at 4 p.m. I might include. The family's gas is out due to a leak on their block, leading to Bob having the idea to cook the turkey on an open fire in the alley. The kids and Linda are forced to find combustible materials to keep the fire going for the turkey. The fire department comes and warns Bob that if they don't shut down the roast, they will come back and find them or something. She just said they'll do something. I don't know if it was implied that they were going to like shoot him with a water hose or like find them. Mm. I don't know. Um, uh, The kids come back with a giant log that Bob is not able to use because it is wet, and then it starts to rain, causing Bob to freak out even more. Bob finally sees the error error of his ways after Tina offers her gratitude tree to burn. The family ends the night eating a heavily charred turkey out of the sink, exclaiming how amazing it tastes. Mm. 
Season 11, Diarrhea of a Poopy Kid. Intro gag is the road less traveled asphalt paving when bugs cry exterminators. Burger of the day is no burger of the day. <laughs> Gene is stuck in the family's bathroom for Thanksgiving because he caught a stomach bug. Gene, being the food-loving kid he is, asks his sister to tell him a story so he doesn't focus on all the food he cannot eat due to the barf and diarrhea. <laughs> Louise tells a story reminiscent of the 1987 film Predator and instead huh instead named Predator oh this is because Jean can smell the rosemary bread Bob is baking mm-hmm. Tina tells a story about pears taking a plane hostage parodying the 1997 film Air Force One Tina tells this because of Bob's pear and brie appetizer lastly Bob tells a story based on Armageddon from the 1998 <clears throat> <laughs> Whatever. Where a chicken parmesan is going to destroy the earth. Parmageddon. Bob tells this because he discovered that Gene doesn't have a stomach bug. He ate two-week-old chicken parm that Bob told him not to eat. And he has food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Poor Gene. Poor Gene. Diarrhea of a poopy kid. Ugh. Season 12. Stuck in the oh, you're kitchen doing this one with too? you. Intro gag. Stuff it. Stuffing Superstore. Paging Mr. Vermin Pest Control. Burger of the day is no burger of the day. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any for these last few episodes. The family is heading to elegant, doily old people's <laughs> home to give back on Thanksgiving. Did I say elegant? Elegant? I don't know. Elegant. Linda tries to get S- Sergeant, Sergeant Bosco's. Bosco's mom out of her shell. The kids run into Zeke, who is struggling to keep the residents entertained because their cable is out. Meanwhile, the home cook went into labor and can't cook Thanksgiving dinner. Bob offers to make food for their entire home. Luis is forced to help Bob in the kitchen so he doesn't do it by himself. They find a miniature blowtorch, and Luis is insistent on using it. Linda unveils Bosco's mother dista- mother's distaste for her other son, Gary, who won't visit her. The kids arrange a Thanksgiving Day parade-esque performance while Louise is purposely trying to get kicked out of the kitchen. Bob learns of her plans and realizes he can get intense when it comes to Thanksgiving food. I man. And lastly, we have season 13 episode Putts Giving. The intro gag is if I could turn back crimes, bail bonds, and board of the flies, pest control. No burger of the day once again. Tina is trying to appear more mature, so she is able to go to Tammy. Two minutes. Go. (laughs) Tammy's post-Thanksgiving teen beach party. In the kitchen, Linda finds a coupon for 50% off mini golf that expires today. Louise convinces the family to go. At the course, Louise becomes obsessed with getting the Yeti to perform three different animatronic moves all at once. Tina ditches Jean and Louise to appear mature to Bob and Linda. Louise and Jean are successful in making the Yeti do all three moves, effectively breaking it and making the legs fall off of the machine. Tina keeps trying to ask Bob and Linda about the party, but is struggling due to Linda sucking at golf. Tina caves and tries to help her siblings fix the mess they have got themselves in. When other kid, when another kid comes to golf after the kids semi-fix the Yeti, the little girl thinks she breaks the Yeti, leading to Louise coming clean. They all get grounded, and Tina is unable to go to the party. 
sad. That is the last episode. There is season fourteen is currently airing, and no Thanksgiving episode has been uh, released yet. Neither has the Halloween episode for season fourteen yet, oh. which is crazy. Well, they're a little behind then. Yeah, I don't know if they're just not doing it this year. Or I don't know what, how they're doing that. But yeah, that that was that that was the episode. <clears throat> I'm gonna do a quick little ranking here of these episodes for you. Come on, ring those bells. Can you give us a, a brief um glimpse into your Christmas play? Yeah, a bunch of kids singing Great. songs. Oh, that that's the brief intro. And br- it uh, takes place in Bethlehem. I was asking for like a song. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Wow, this is where we live. Oh, in the Judean hills. Oh, you'll love it here in the peaceful little town called Bethlehem. In a peaceful little town called Bethlehem. Honestly, the songs are pretty catchy. Okay, so here we have our ranking of these episodes. Feel free to interject if you have any ideas, Janie, but... All I know is the one with droopy neck. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Best. (laughs) So for the rankings here, we have in the top tier second plate because it's that good. You want more. Droopy neck. Yeah. Um, I should have made that top category droopy neck. (laughs) Here, I'll put it in parentheses. Droopy neck. Uh, Tina did give him uh, a middle name, which is Patrick. So it's Drew Patrick neck. No, not as fun. That's no, Drew P. Okay. <clears throat> Under that, we have perfectly crisped crust <laughs> or a flaky calorie pust, if I do yeah, say so yeah, myself. Yeah. Under that, we have cold leftovers because, like, leftovers are good, but cold, it's it's middle of the road. Under that, we have soggy yams because, like, <laughs> who wants a soggy yam? Right. And lastly, we have a burnt turkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. Not me. Oh. Oh, here. I'll put in the picture here. Here's what my turkey looks like. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> More like. <laughs> what? I believe they gobble, Janie. I meant to gobble. <laughs> but my inner Cardi B came out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, grrr. I can't. Okay. Can you please take all this out? No. Please. That's no, so I'm keeping that in. <laughs> my turkey girl. How do they do that? With well, they're their turkeys. Necks? Oh, oh I think we have a turkey in the room. That was it, though. <laughs> so starting, um, <laughs> these aren't in order. Should I do them in order? I I know the order. Okay, so I for, don't care. So first we have indecent Thanksgiving proposal. I'd say that's very cold leftovers because it's it's the it's a good intro to their Thanksgiving vibes, but it was very meh. I'm not I'm not vibing really. Okay, not vibing. After that, we have turkey in a can, which I think I would put in. Burnt turkey. I, I was going to say perfect crisp crust because it's good. It has the chaos of a good family Thanksgiving. And it's got a little heartfelt touching moment. <laughs> um, after that is making Bob sled. Ew. Sorry. I'm again going to go in perfectly crisp crust because it is a good episode. It's a very good episode. After that, I believe it is Quirk Deucers. Mm. Cold Leftovers. Cold Leftovers. That's the thing here. The Halloween episodes, I feel, were a little bit more bland, in my opinion. These Thanksgiving episodes are so good. Really? So good. 
After that, we have Thanks Hoarding, which I'm going to put Soggy Yams, probably. Actually, um, I'm going to move... I'm moving Indecent Thanksgiving Proposal down to Soggy Yams, and Thanks Hoarding is moving into Cold Leftovers. After that is... um. Bob my pardon or Bob your pardon which of course is going in second plate droopy neck why because that's the episode with droopy neck oh because that's a good one if you can just if you see this picture here this is just a frame that's a the perfect fall Thanksgiving vibe right there mm-hmm. look at that that is beautiful um after that we have now we're not cooking with gas I'm gonna put this burnt turkey because it did it did kind of get get hectic and I, I wasn't vibing that much. Diarrhea of a poopy kid. It would the the concept is great. The title alone, A plus. Mm-hmm. But the actual um content of the episode was not my favorite because it's not very Thanksgiving themed. Yeah. It's set on Thanksgiving, but it's about all these different like mini stories based on like action movies right so it's like i'm gonna put it in soggy yams but i, I do love eugene i love eugene <laughs> i love eugene <laughs> next we have stuck in the kitchen with you mm, i'm gonna go cold leftovers and putts giving i'm gonna do i'm gonna go soggy yams on that one because it's not very thanksgiving it's just set on thanksgiving so that is my ranking of the Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes. Okay, Janie, do you have any mebias of the weeks? No. What? Mm-mm. Come on. It's the same as last week. Why? I don't consume media like you. Lame! <sighs> do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap this episode up? I guess up then? we saw... What was the movie last night? Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Give your thoughts. You got to go to work. <clears throat> I can. I, I'm good. Um, my thoughts were for someone. I'm pretty dumb. Like I don't understand stuff a lot, but I understood it, and it was actually really good. I thought Lucy Gray. Lucy Gray Baird. The gal who played her. Rachel Zegler. Not great. It kind of, like, at times I was like, oh, this is kind of cringe. I'm torn on that. Like, she did, like, in the fighting scenes, or not fighting, but, like, arena scenes. Yeah. I really liked it, okay? But, like, something about, I don't know. I I feel very conflicted by that. I I finally watched all the movies for the first time this year. You haven't seen all of them, have you? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. I, in January, I believe. Okay. I think it was literally while I was still, like, taking time for the holidays. Like, I sat down and watched all these in January. And I did myself a disservice with not watching them when they were coming out. And so I was very You excited. never saw them? I saw the, the hype? I saw the very first one, and I never saw the other three. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did say that in my letterbox review, that I did myself a disservice with not watching those during the hype times. But, like... I was really excited when this was announced because I just rewatched that. Yeah. All of that. And <clears throat> I forget where I was going with that. Oh. Were you going to say like 
This was your favorite one? Like no. You have mixed feelings about Lucy Gray? I have mixed feelings. I'll, I'll just, I'll go to that because <clears> I don't know where I was going. Okay. I have mixed feelings about Lucy Gray because one very, <laughs> we got some holiday candies back here. That one's, what color is it? Pink and that, red That's and green. cinnamon. Ew. The white and the green ones are mint. Don't look at that candle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it, dude. What Do you see that? my candle? <laughs> it scared me. Just get it out of here. Oh, knocked it over oh. and it broke. <laughs> yeah, this is a mint one. Okay. I love a good grandma candy. Um, I have mixed feelings about Lucy Gray because at the very beginning of the film, I'm just going to wait till you get that noisy little wrapper out of here. <laughs> at the very beginning of the film, like, I feel like they rushed way too like the movie was rushed, but so, <laughs> but like it was so dragged out. Do you get that vibe? Mm-hmm. Like the beginning was so rushed, and then the end was dragged mm-hmm. out so badly. Cause like the spoiler warning, cause like it just came out literally two days ago. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it, don't listen if you spoiler. don't want spoilers. Um, the beginning of the movie introduces you to Snow and his like rough upbringing and then how his family is. And then it, it gets you into his life as like a student in his teenage years, trying to make his way up into being the president as he is in like the, the I'm going to say current, but it's not current hunger games films. Um, And then I feel like it completely does a turn <coughs> where it focuses on the reaping for the, are you okay? Do you not like that? <laughs> I'll just keep going while she's fixing herself. Um, it it shifts heavily into Lucy Gray during the reaping of the 10th annual Hunger Games. And you're just thrown into the tributes. And you have no time to be like, oh, what's going on? It forces you so heavily to be like, oh, here's Lucy Gray. And you're supposed to love her immediately. But that you've had no time to adjust to this character and actually form a bond. Yeah, with her. and our first scene of her is shoving a snake down a girl's dress, a girl's and dress. then singing like a lunatic. Uh huh. So it's like, like how do I, I don't feel know. about? And the the acting, I feel very conflicted about the acting as well mm-hmm. because. It is very. It was very kind. Of, it was a cringy acting in a way. Her. But I don't... I think that was intentional. I think that's the direction they wanted the character to go in. Because she was quirky? Yeah, because she was a quirky girl wearing her or her rainbow dress. Mm-hmm. And so I'm conflicted about that. Because, like, she played that kind of character well. And I just... I believe that was intentional. But I don't know. It, it was... The, the southern accent was probably a very bad choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very bad southern accent. Mm-hmm. I'm Lucy Gray. So much singing, too much singing, honestly. There, and I like singing. I like, I but love a good musical. A lot. But there is so much singing in that movie, especially yeah. in the second half. The first half, it's it's very minimal, but then it's like singing after singing after singing after singing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could have been two movies. Yeah. Yeah. And then they could have expanded the first part. Yeah. Yeah, like they could have. Where where would it, where would that. it have split? That's the thing. I think we could have had. Honestly, it could have been three. 
they could have split that up easily because I know it's based off the book. Because it was in three parts. Yeah, it, the movie was in three parts, but um, I I didn't read the book. I have no idea how the book is structured in the storytelling. But it could have been like one part is about the backstory of Snow, and like him growing up as a child, starving, and in school, and learning of this thing he has to do, be a mentor. And then the second part could have been like getting to know Lucy better before the reaping. So we're not just thrusted into this character. And then the third part, well, that can be like introduced introduction to Lucy and the hunger games. And then the third part is like aftermath. Yeah. Because it really, it really started to drag in the aftermath of the hunger games. I feel like if that was the case though, the first movie, like that first part would be yeah. kind of boring. So probably just two yeah. where it's kind of split and then end right after the games are done. Yeah. And then like and then... aftermath. And they could have structured, like, added more to the story with that. But I don't know. I'm not a producer. I don't know. I kind of liked... I kind of liked it as a movie. Yeah, it was good. It, it, it worked. I'll say it, it worked. It worked. But, it but we been... gotta go. Yeah, I didn't do my media of the week. <laughs> oh, shoot. You're gonna be late. My media of the week... I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Um... Just a second. I gotta pull this up. Where? Where? Do we, okay. Media of the week. What did I watch this week? Of the week. Oh, Bottoms, the movie that just came out this year, with um, what's her name? Rachel Sennett. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to say her, the other girl's name. A O. Itabiri. I don't I don't I've never heard anybody say her name, so I apologize for that. But it was such a good movie. So silly, campy, fun. And um The Devil Wears Prada. Of course. Good movie. I watched it for the first time the other day. It was really good. Really good. Really good. Other than that, I don't think I, Oh, music. I have one I have one song <laughs> that I have. The song is I've been I've been forcing you to listen to this song for weeks on end now. Do you know what song I'm gonna say? It's Rush. It is not Rush, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it that Christmas song? It Home is. Alone Two? Yeah, it's called Home Alone Two. Not like the number two, like T O O, Home Alone Two. Mm-hmm. Um it's by the Staves. Here's a little snippet. That's all you're going to get. It's really good, actually. I hate it's, your music. Hate. It's just... But I, I like that song. Uh, this year for Christmas, I'm not into the holly jolly. I'm into the melancholy. Yeah, I can tell. I'm into the melancholy Christmas this year. Not in like a sad way, but in like a vibes way. Mm-hmm. You know? That's such a good song. Mm-hmm. Such a good song. They have an album coming out in March of next year. Ooh. Whoa. Let me just add this real quick. Okay. I think I think that'll do me. What? <laughs> <laughs> any last? Nope. Any, 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 any last? You gotta get a word. Any, la- any last? Um. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, this has been the Muesli Media Beast, where we took media Muesli. Muesli. <laughs> Thank you for watching. <laughs> we have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Love you and bye.